Welcome to the Imperfectly Perfect Campaign, sharing real-life stories from real people to unite them in global change for the face of mental health. We will also reduce the stigma, creating communication, healing, and awareness to save lives and inspire. Join us weekly as we talk to some of the highly acclaimed faces, influencers, experts, and others who have been through extreme adversity. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Imperfectly Perfect podcast. Today's no exception when it comes to yet another inspirational person coming on to chat for the Imperfectly Perfect campaign and helping in our efforts to change the narrative around mental health globally. I'm beyond excited for today's episode, and I will tell you why, and unbeknownst to my guest today, I will tell him too. So as many of our listeners know, the sheer drive, discipline, and transparency of me putting together the campaign behind the scenes, I've never been one to shy away from stepping into my truth. Just shy of 17 months, we're coming up to on my campaign, and a little brief rundown as fast as I can. Many of you know the campaign began gaining attention within its first three months. Within 12 months, it gained international attention within the USA and UK, amongst others getting behind the efforts. With the whole premise behind, as I still call it, my passion project of sadly losing a friend's suicide, yet nobody seeing the signs due to social media highlight reels and having dealt with my own adversities several years ago, you saw the drive, you saw the passion and determination, what I would like to say is this person that's coming on today is a big attributing factor to the success of this campaign. Unbeknownst to him, I've learned so much from this guy. And as I say, I intently listen to himself and another person. And literally, I always say that I'm a one percenter, that I'm very teachable and I've implemented everything. So without further ado, I've always said, and I know this is going to happen one day when I meet this person, I'm not going to ask a question. I'm simply going to go up, shake his hand, say thank you. And that's it. But first and foremost, David Meltzer is the co-founder of Sports World Marketing and formerly served as CEO of the renowned Lee Steinberg Sports and Entertainment Agency, which was the inspiration for the movie Jerry Maguire. His life's mission is to empower over 1 billion people to be happy. This simple yet powerful mission has led him on an incredible journey to provide one thing, value. In all his content and communication, that's exactly what you'll receive. As part of that mission for the past 20 years, he's been providing weekly trainings to empower others to empower others to be happy. So I'm going to put all the links, guys, into the registrations down below. But as I say, it's a complete honor to speak with somebody in which I feel, and I tell people all the time, has played a huge part of this campaign's drive. So first of all, thank you and welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, and I uh, would do anything to assist in your mission. In fact, my mission relies on people like you, because I'm looking for a thousand people like you to empower a thousand, to empower a thousand, to be happy. The solution, obviously, to anxiety, depression, and suicide. Happiness is the cure-all, and it empowers us, and it strengthens us mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. So what an opportunity, and I'm so grateful. Thank you for the acknowledgement. Uh you're welcome. You're more than welcome. The golden nuggets that I've taken away from you. And what I like to do is one of my taglines, a lot of them and through professional platforms is I've created a tribe mentality whereby I get to know the person behind the profession. So the amount of interviews, the amount of networks that I've seen you speak on, a lot of people talk about your work and the success. As I say, success means so much to so many different people. But what stands out for me with yourself is that you want to empower over 1 million people. There's Brilliant. a story. There's a, uh, sorry, yeah, and there's a story behind that. So for you, yourself, to what you pertain as success, 
where has that story started for you? And where did this notion that you wanted to do that come from? Well, it started with me wanting to be a millionaire. Uh, when I was five years old, I wanted to buy my mom a house and a car because I had a very poor upbringing, economically poor, but fulfilling, passionate, and purposeful because my mom gave us all the love in the world and gave us all the desire in the world and gave us all the education in the world to make and invest in ourselves. But for me, I was driven by money. I always carry that money doesn't buy love or happiness sign. Uh, it stands behind me. But when I was young and it was also reaffirmed in my 20s and halfway through my 30s, everything I did was defined by how much money I made. I always say that, you know, my temperature was taken by my bank account, not with the thermometer. And uh, I define myself always by how much money I made. And everything I did reaffirmed that money buys love and happiness. And nine months out of law school, I was a millionaire. I bought my mom a house and a car and then went to the sold that company for $3.4 billion and went to the Silicon Valley and, uh, you know, very successful in raising money there in the middleware space. And then CEO of the world's first smartphone, you know, the Windows C device before they even called them smartphones, they called them convergence devices. And I married my dream girl from the fourth grade who hated me. And I thought for sure she loved me now because I had money. All the things that I had revolved around money. Uh, but then there was a major shift in my mid thirties when I was running the most notable sports agency in the world, a place called Lee Steinberg Sports and Entertainment. Uh, they had made the movie Jerry Maguire about our firm. And uh, I was surrounding myself with the wrong people, the wrong ideas. I'd gone from living in a world of not enough, where I was a victim, everything happened to me, to being a multimillionaire in a world of what I call of just enough, where I was buying more things, different things, things I didn't need, even to impress people I didn't like. Uh, and surrounding myself with those wrong ideas and wrong people led me to a very shallow, self-sabotaging, uh, negative, uh, depressing, unhappy state, even though everyone else thought I was Midas and had no clue, as you stated, your friend as well, that there was any type of anxiety, fear, depression, frustration, anger, but I was full of all of those things. And until I shifted the paradigm of value in my life, that's where I stood. So there's something that really stands out with me and as I say, I always listen intently. And one thing that really stood out with me was that I think you was going on a trip and there was a lady that asked you if you meditated. Now, out of all the business stuff that I listen to and I, I, I apply, where I've gone on my own spiritual journey, that kind of similar thing and notion happened to me. So I'm thankful for where the campaign's gone, but for a personal development side, the growth in itself has been tremendous. So can you just tell our listeners a little bit about that when the meditation and your journey towards spirituality started? Yeah, I was one of the least spiritual people you'd ever meet. In <laughs> fact, I was driven by money. I, the money was my God. Yeah. And uh, my wife and my mom, much more spiritual and enlightened, would always say that I was lost. And I'd look at him and say, what are you talking about lost? Have you seen my bank account? Have you seen my garages? Have you seen the businesses I own? What are you talking about? Well, I go on this trip to India and I'm running the, you know, literally the world's most notable sports agency. And the woman next to me, a tiny woman from India, we were going to India. She looked at me and she said, are you okay? And I was so arrogant at the time. I'm like, am I okay? Do you know who I am? Like literally that's like in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And I said, why? She goes, because you're so full of light, but you're blocking it. And I kind of roll my eyes at the back of my head. Like this is going to be a long flight. And I said, Oh, well, I said, I'm very happy, but I appreciate it. And she said, well, she goes, do you meditate? 
And I went on a diatribe, man. You would love this. I said, meditate. I don't have time to meditate. Meditation for guys that are broke, poor, you know, high on their mom's couch, dreaming about what they want. I grew up with nothing. I've made everything happen myself in my life. I'm rich. I got a beautiful wife, a beautiful family. Why the heck would I meditate? And she said, because I could teach you to vibrate faster. I said, all right, I'll bite. What do you mean you'll teach me to vibrate faster? She said, well, everything vibrates. The earth plants, animals, humans, sound, light, and then thought. And I said, oh. And she said, did you know you could only be aware of that which vibrates equal to or less than you? And I said, no, but that kind of makes sense. And she said, do you know what vibrates the fastest? I said, not an idea. She said, the truth. Hair stood up on my arm. She said, the truth vibrates the fastest. And through meditation, I can teach you to raise your frequency, your awareness, your vibration, so that things become simple in your life, that you'll have an intuition about different things and your life will become more fulfilled, passionate, purposeful, and even profitable. And she said, would you like to come to my meditation work workshop? I teach Theta, T-H-E-T-A, meditation and quantum healing. I said, not a chance, you know, no way. And then she, she rocked my world and changed my life because she knew exactly how to stimulate interest. And I got a lesson in sales as well. She wow. said to me, well, that's too bad because I could teach you to have awareness of when to buy or sell. And I'm like, what? She said, yeah, I could teach you to buy or, you know, when to buy or sell. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, you know what? I think I'd like to learn this better. <laughs> and that led me to understand you know, much more important things than the money because money itself is an energy and taught me about that object of energy that we put into the flow to get what we want. But even more importantly, how faith itself is an energy, an object of energy that we put into the flow to get what we want. And we can blend both together and that money not necessarily buys love or happiness, but what it does do as an energy is it allows us to shop. And if you shop for the right things, things you don't need, things that are for other people. If you shop for the right things, not to impress anyone, but to give appreciation to it and allow it to flow through you. Not in a world of not enough where you're a victim, not in the world of just enough where you might be you know, buying things you don't need to impress people, but this world of more than enough, an abundant world where there's more than enough of everything for everyone, where you sit between limitlessness and infinity, just for an instant of a moment, you sit between limitless and infinity and you take advantage of knowing that you don't know what you don't know, you can't take yourself so seriously, but yet you do your best to enjoy consistent every day, persistent without quit pursuit of your own potential, not voting for what other people want, not voting for what you don't want, because that's exactly what you get, but really understanding your own values of who you are and why you love yourself to vote for what you want in this brilliant instant of a moment that we call life. And don't you think that it brings it like the vibration thing you talk about my own journey that's come about. And I was very similar to yourself. I was, I was always open, but I was like, what is this about? And then it started attracting and my campaign was clinical psychologist, psychologist, but everything to make sure it wasn't triggering. Then all of a sudden it was like holistic practitioners, spiritual gurus. And then they were going, you've got blockages, you're blocking yourself. However, this campaign is, it's growing and it's never been about the monetary or look at me, it's always been about the service of others. And I carry away the word, everyone's gone, how have you done it? How are you talking to these people? And I'm like, for me, it's, you're always learning and growing. So I always hold the word really dearly in humility, in knowing that we're always teachable. But it as just that vibration thing, it attracts the right people and two ladies that when you actually came over to Sydney called Tam and Tanya, they're twins, 
they found you and they got to spend an hour with you and they've been brought to me, never knew them. And they've come to me and they're spiritual. Eden and Kim are good friends who have talked so much and you came up and it, it just blows my mind. But I've just come to a whole different paradigm now where things are changing. But you, and I believe that this was brought to me, you did a video the other week and it was about firing people from your life because when your vibration changes, you notice and your intuition gets better. So <laughs> thank you for that one because I needed it at the time because you certainly do realize when, when things happen. But getting back to yourself, with the Imperfectly Perfect campaign, what I wanted to try and show, sorry, was that it doesn't discriminate. So for you in business or for personal life, how have you navigated through all that? What do you do for your mental health? And also what does being imperfectly perfect mean to yourself? I love the fact, you know, that imperfectly perfect is the humility that I live with, is the humility that allows me not only to be of service and of value to allow things to come through me, but more importantly, to connect myself to the other people and the other things in the world by asking for help, by allowing myself to be humble enough to say, hey, I don't know what I don't know. And I am imperfectly perfect and the people around me are imperfectly perfect. So number one, I can be grateful. I can find the light, the love and the lessons in everything and everyone. I absolutely in an imperfectly perfect world could be forgiving where not only uh, do I forgive others, but more importantly, I forgive myself because I'm just trying to expand, grow and learn. And, you know, taking inventory of my values every day, I've learned my personal values, my experiential values the difference between and the similarities between giving and receiving values, but even moreover, you know, taking inventory of those every day is I've realized the hypocrisy that comes with growth, expansion, and acceleration, meaning that if you realize and raise your awareness that you don't know what you don't know, then you have to be comfortable being a hypocrite, being able to tell someone, hey, you know, I know I put that video out, you know, two weeks ago, but here I'm here two months now and I've learned a little bit more. Let me give you a little clarification and maybe I have a lot more to learn and so you know not taking yourself so seriously and living within the context of being imperfectly perfect and living with gratitude to find the light the love and lessons forgiveness but also one of the keys is control you know we have to know what we have control of i laugh with the pandemic because i was like oh it's such uncertain times and i say to myself you know millions of people see me every day and i'm asking every day hey does anyone know for sure what's going to happen tomorrow because if you do you know email me at david at dmeltzer.com because i can make billions of dollars if you know what's going to happen tomorrow <laughs> uh, but as far as i've known nobody's ever emailed me uh with that claim and two uh you know in other words there's always uncertainty so what you want to focus in on is not that which you can't control, but that that you can. And the way that we control things is through something called accountability. Accountability is a simple process of two questions. What did I do to attract this pandemic? What did I do to attract all this wealth? What did I do to attract bankruptcy? What did I do to attract this problem in my life? And most importantly, what did I learn from it? Because pain, most people take as a stop sign. You know, oh my God, it hurts too much. I'm going to stop. I'm going to quit. Well, nothing happens when you quit or stop. And it just becomes a setback every time you get pain. For me, pain is an indicator. 
it's an indicator I have a lesson to learn and I use gratitude, forgiveness, and accountability into which to learn, learn those lessons to explain and grow, to turn my setbacks into setups and to allow myself not as a stop sign of pain, but as a turn signal. It just tells me, hey, you got a lesson to learn to move in a better direction, a better place, to make your place even better. And it's such a positive outlook that helps through the idea that, hey, we are expanding, growing, and learning. We are imperfectly perfect. And through gratitude, forgiveness and accountability we become inspired not just by connecting to everyone else and inspiring and motivating them but more importantly realizing that every single second of the day we're connected to the greatest source of power light and lessons and love and all we're doing is creating interference corrosion resistance to that and when we feel that we need to stop drop and roll and relieve that so that we can create the great efficiencies that our human bodies have given us to suck in all of the light love and lessons and share it with others wow and i just want to finish off with i absolutely love that i will tell you though being in sydney australia i can predict the future and you guys in america have made That's it true. <laughs> but yeah tell everyone what's happening tomorrow exactly. well it's good weather you're still here pandemic's still here we're getting through it but um, okay. just to finish off with because i know you're a busy guy just tell everybody and and tell myself how we can help you in terms of empowering others and the, the training that you do david Yes, I appreciate that. So the way that I plan on empowering over a billion with a B uh, people is to find a thousand people like Glenn, who in my lifetime I know will empower another thousand to empower another thousand. And so a thousand times a thousand is a million, a million times a thousand is a billion. So I've connected the dots backwards, which I suggest everyone does when they have an objective or a goal. But the way that I have planned and it's working is to provide free trainings as I have for 20 years. Uh, I provide them every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time, but I also show the replays for free. Everything is for free. I give my guides for free. I give my exercises for free. I even give my books for free. So all you have to do is email me, david at dmeltzer.com, or um, you can go to dmeltzer.com forward slash training and join us for free, get your guides, your books, et cetera. And you know, I think, Glenn, you'll tell and hopefully push the message along that, you know, the content that I put out is free and it does help. And that's the only thing I ask is please join me, share that content as you have across the world because we're gonna create a collective consciousness of happiness. No more suicide, depression, and anxiety. No more rising and raising of people taking their own lives because simply they're unhappy. We're gonna spread the most viral of all diseases, happiness. It will strengthen everyone in the world, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and financially, and it will protect you because it will strengthen your immune system. Happy people make more money, help more people, and have more fun with their lives. And that's what we're gonna do as a collective, not just individuals, but as a conscious, we're gonna change the world. See, that makes me excited hearing stuff like that because I always say a test into the campaign I'll finish off with, it hasn't been driven by money. It's been driven by the collective, people coming together to make a change. So what you're doing is absolutely incredible. Let me know what else I can do. I will put all the links up, guys, but I know you're a busy guy. So everybody who's listening, I will put all the links up to where you can find David and get in touch with him in terms of his free training. I can't stress enough where this campaign has gone. It's partly due to responsible of David and learning from him. So just head to Spotify or iHeartRadio, guys, where you can subscribe, download to the Imperfectly Perfect podcast. You can also find David through his own podcast. Um, and yeah, I will put all the links on, but I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, 
thank you for everything you've done, not only for me, but for this campaign and for the rest of the world, what you are doing. It's very much needed and you're very much appreciated, David. Well, you made my day and thank you so much for being one of my 1000s. I'm counting on you. Everyone have a wonderful weekend. And remember, most importantly, be kind to your future self. Do good deeds. Take care. To find out more about the Imperfectly Perfect campaign and how you can get involved, simply head to our official website at imperfectlyperfectcampaign.org or email us today at info at imperfectlyperfectcampaign.org to speak to one of the team. The Imperfectly Perfect campaign is creating awareness and is not a substitute for professional advice. Should you need help, please refer to your nearest crisis number.